Hey, listeners, it's Beth with Moms with Attitude. I just wanted to cue up our guest that we're going to have today on the podcast. It is a blast from the past uh, for Chelsea and I, and I feel like for many of our listeners um, that uh, come from our high school, and then hopefully our new listeners and anyone that maybe doesn't know who she is will fall in love with her as much as we did when we were 16, 17, and 18. Um, She's very accomplished, still is in education. Um, I feel like, you know, even just throughout the conversation that you're going to listen to, there's a lot of nuggets of wisdom there that we were very fortunate to hear at such a, you know, pivotal time in our lives. Um, She's definitely someone that made an impact on both Chelsea and I in high school, and I know others as well. And so I hope that you enjoy this episode. And something that's really exciting is maybe she's going to be a repeat um, guest, you know, once a month. So we'll see. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back to MWA podcast after Christmas edition. (laughs) We have a guest on our podcast, which is really exciting. And um, we have lots to talk about because lots is happening. So our very, I guess I was going to say our first, but probably not our first English teacher. But um, it'll be our first guest for 2023. Oh, because that's when it's coming out. So our first (laughs) guest for 2023 is Jennifer Calloway. For all of our listeners that went to high school with us, we know you listen. So here she is, guys. She's here to chat, reminisce, all the things. She's now has a very expected profession, and we are going to talk about it. And yeah, so here we are. All right, so um, it's hard for me to call you Jennifer. Yes. I, Do you feel that way with teachers? Because I feel I like think it's weird. every time I see a teacher, I'm like, oh, Mr. So-and-so uh-huh. or Mrs. So-and-so. And, and so I just want to call you, like, Mrs. Calloway. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, you can totally do that. Yeah. Because okay. uh, Grayson was like, who's here when you knocked on the door uh-huh. or whatever? And I was like, oh, say hi, Miss Calloway or Jennifer. I don't know. <laughs> Are we at that level yet? I feel like I we know. should be, but it's still I mean, kind of strange. For, we are 40. Yes. So, so maybe we can that's start a big calling deal. teachers by there. Like, even, like, Kurt Rose, I call him Mr. Rose still. Okay. But you never called him. Yeah, I probably didn't. You didn't. So, yeah. like, you guys had a different level than I did. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> Per his per his birthday birthday video. video that was really funny so so we are we'll start with what what do you remember well let's start rewind let's let you tell do a catch up yes maybe um just talk about like what you're doing now what you're doing now and how you got there well first of all thank you for having me on the podcast yes. it's so exciting to see you both because there's so many happy memories from the times that I feel like we went to high school together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are close in age, and I was your class sponsor for a sophomore, junior, senior year. So we have so many fun memories, yeah. and your teacher as well. So uh, since we have seen each other last, um, you all know I love to go to school. So I finished my master's degree, and then I finished my PhD in educational psychology, and I became a licensed therapist. 
So I'm still in the education business as a school counselor and I work with eighth graders, which is really a lot of fun. And then I have a private practice oh, yeah. uh, where I work with adults and, and even kids as young as nine oh, wow. and couples and individuals, uh, just helping people figure out where they are. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a quick catch up uh, professionally. Okay. I'm a mom as well. Oh, yeah. I'm probably a mom with attitude as well. <laughs> okay. There you go. See that. Depending on who you talk to. Your and... son is very handsome. Well, thank you. He actually did take a dance class or two with me. Well, he did. That's right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and never did I expect him, this little bitty guy, to grow into a, like this six foot football player. It's crazy. <laughs> well, we were wondering uh, when he was going to grow. I'm not going to lie about that. <laughs> okay. And then, you know, sophomore year, it's it just happened. Oh, really? And so, yeah, he plays football. He wrestles. Um, <clears throat> he's a great kid. Uh-huh. And the dance lessons that he took with Chelsea allowed him to win the talent show. Oh, that yeah. was uh, nice. why we went there for that okay. experience. Credit. Give him where credit is due. 100%. <laughs> Yeah, he was actually fun, and he was super nice as a young kid, too. Oh, like, protected his mom. Right? Well, he probably still does that a little okay, bit, I would yeah, say. For sure. <laughs> um, okay, so English teacher to therapist, private practice, counselor. Mm-hmm. Um, why the crossover? Why did we switch? Such great questions, Chelsea. As your English teacher, I'm very proud, obviously. <laughs> All the critical thinking here. Yeah, yeah, no problem. You know, I would say that if you were in my class, you probably already thought you were maybe in a group counseling environment. It's fair. Um, and the reason, I maybe because I was going to school uh, at that time, and so mm-hmm. I could take some of my assignments and then make them fit for what we were doing in response to literature. Like double dip. You know, get your homework done and teach class. <laughs> That's what I would have done. <laughs> that, that, you guys were her case study. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, she passed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I feel like that's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we gave you lots of material, I'm sure. So, you know, in English, it's easy to kind of do the analysis piece because of the character analysis and teaching you how to do that. And I always felt like, as your teacher, I needed to connect what we were learning in the classroom to real world, real life situations. Because yes, it's great you understood Scarlet Letter, mm-hmm. but is it, un- is it appropriate as you go out and to work in HR, are you gonna take what you learned from that in those applications? Well, maybe if we learned about relationship skills from the characters. Mm-hmm. So that was my intent. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make it uh, applicable. Yeah, I think that's important for sure, especially having our own kids. Oh yeah. and. Um, I actually didn't ever understand Scarlet Letter, probably, so if it makes you feel any better. That's I okay. probably got more on how to have a relationship than I did on Scarlet Letter. Because yeah. did probably even know I read that book. Probably didn't. No comment. <laughs> Maybe we had a group reading session. You know, like, if, if we were smart in high school, we would have been like, we got to read this book. Ten of us get together. I'll read first chapter, you read second, and just tell each other about it. Why wouldn't we have done that? I have no idea, but that would have been smart. Yeah. I know, because mm-hmm. I don't think Cliff knows were around at that time. Yes, they were. They were? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, were they? Yeah. They were. Why you got to age us like that? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I used them in high school. <laughs> okay, well, okay. Well, oh. yeah, we definitely did. I personally definitely did Cliff Notes and movies and such. 
Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, okay, so here's the question that I was wondering that I feel like is a good question. So, you have a child, but you're married, divorced, now single, ready to mingle. <laughs> and um, do you feel like it's probably hard to have relationships now that... Not now that you're a therapist, because it probably didn't change you, but, like, you know, you have all these tools in your toolbox to, uh, what's the word, to analyze people or pick them apart, like we all do, but now you have it at, like, a master level. That's an interesting question, Chelsea, uh, and I think it's a very valid one. Mm -hmm. um, the more information we have, the more we intend, to or not, hopefully... To not like people. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe recognize red flags yeah. a little bit quicker. Mm -hmm. Truth. There, there's one yeah. way to look at that. Yeah. No, nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. No matter how many tools we have to figure out things about others, you know, we're still hopefully working on ourselves, figuring out, well, hmm, how does this apply to me? What red flags am I bringing to the situation? Mm -hmm. But I will say, I do have to sometimes. Uh, not default into counselor mode. I bet. Because uh, it's just a natural piece. Mm -hmm. of, oh, well, how does that make you feel kind of thing? And, yeah. um, and I hate so... that question. <laughs> What's interesting to me, and I don't mean to... You're good. Is that Chelsea's, like, obviously a creative, which I feel like those people tend to have, like, deep feelings and, yeah. you know... I do, actually. Things, like, impact. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then when we talk, start talking about, like, stuff like this or mm -hmm. even, like, feelings and things, you're like, no. Like, let's just It's not. so funny because I actually, I only do that because, um, but I don't like to, um, like, I do it to my students, like, with dance, you know, mm -hmm. like, we have to tell a story, so we have to talk about those things. I don't like to be put on the spot, so I, I divert at all times until I can literally be very clear because I hate to give information that's not accurate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. So I deflect all the time because I don't like, to, I you know, how does that make me feel? If I'm like, oh, like it made me feel sad, blah, 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 whatever. And then later I'm like, well, was I really sad or was I mad? Or like, did I really care that much? I probably didn't even care that much, but I told this person I'm sad. So it's like I have to really like make sure that they are all like aligned. I think, too, we want to make sure that who we're sharing those feelings with right. is safe. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that it it won't come back on us in a, in a way that could be harmful or taken in a way right. we didn't mean. Right. So the overthinking can can fall into place for sure. And, and really, I don't think I've answered your question yet. Okay. We're still but, waiting. It's, no, yeah. it's okay. <laughs> probably my fault. <laughs> no, because I'm probably circling around like you're just talking about. Well, how do I really put myself mm -hmm. out there and answer that? I think the safe answer and, and really a real answer is, I would think as a therapist, it lets me know, well, these are really what I want mm -hmm. in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Probably way more aware now than I ever have been. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to do that to the point that it makes it unattainable. Yeah. Yeah. Tough. Yeah. Relationships are hard no matter what. But I will say this. Um, I have had some people say, well, how can you as a single person uh, counsel married couples? Mm -hmm. And um, my married couples are like, because you have these insights and we trust you. And that means it's the relationship that I've built with them, yeah. the research that I've done. Because even if we're not in a marriage or a committed relationship, 
We have yeah. other relationships with friendships and work environment, and our own children help to grow us in different ways. For sure. So just because we may not be in what someone considers this traditional situation of a relationship, life is still going to test us and help us grow. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I think that's accurate because I actually have been um, tested with questions like that. But it's like, I mean, I'm not sure if I kind of just break it down to like simplicity of like, do you ever look at the football coaches? Because I know a bunch of those football coaches do not look like they can run that field, you know? <laughs> so it's like, let's keep it simple because that doesn't mean they don't have like the knowledge mm-hmm. to actually share. That's and true. I definitely can't lift my leg as high as my daughter, but I'm going to tell her to do it. For sure. Yeah. So it's like, um, yeah. So I think it's just like how we get from A to B doesn't necessarily mean that like you had to do A personally. Mm-hmm. So, mm. yeah. Um, what do you think, Elizabeth? What do you, how about, let's, what do you feel like is the <clears> biggest, <throat> we're going to give some free therapy just so you guys know. She may bill <laughs> us later, but let's hope not. <laughs> Um, what do you feel like is the biggest red flag for like single women today? You're asking me. I am asking you. Um, so is it the catfishing, uh, component? Because online dating is just prevalent. I mean, it's where we are. How do we connect, especially post COVID? Can I say, are we post COVID? You know? Yeah, I don't know. In... Uh, we're not as on lockdown as yeah, we are. Yeah. How about that? My business yeah. is open. Yeah. Yes. And I'm we're living with COVID. That. Yes. Yeah. So the online piece plays a huge part. And I think the big question always is, is this a hot bot or is it a real person? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can ask them that. And they're like, well, I don't know how I prove that. Oh, well. And, <laughs> oh, go for it, Chelsea. Tip number one. If you are online dating, cut to the chase quick. FaceTime quick. If it doesn't match, bye. <laughs> I well, always FaceTime before I would have ever met somebody. Mm. But then what if, like, the person that you were FaceTiming really wasn't the person that you were going to be meeting? Well, how would that FaceTime Like, they would have a friend over or something? Maybe, I don't know. Uh, you just... I mean, I feel like... Because that happens in HR where people interview... Have somebody else interview? Yeah. People no. interview... Uh-uh. For someone else saying they that they have all of these skills and blah, and blah, blah. They catfish and, and then they, and then And then you hire the person that doesn't have these skills and you only find out like on their first, second, third day whenever they actually need to start using that. That does happen. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what's the protocol after that? I mean, you at that point, you just have to kind of work them through the termination process which can be lengthy depending on Wait, what you can terminate them based on that well it depends on what company that you're with i mean i know we're in an outwell state which you can fire you know mm-hmm. for anything yeah. but you want to like do it in good faith and so you have there's a process i mean there's typically like three steps to even get to like a final termination yeah but you know if that happens, then yeah, I mean you can fire him. But I yeah. think, and I think most companies try to do it the the best way that they can to eliminate any kind of risk. Right. So I'm just asking, like they don't teach them; they fire them. Right. Because let's just say if it's like a high level right skill, then I, yeah. you know, like you can't. That's something that surely you that were per- hired 
to do that high level skill. So essentially they lied on their application. And so there's that there's grounds for termination right there that they lied on, you know, yeah, but you would have to be able to like prove that they lied. Right. Well, if you're telling them, Hey, like I can work Excel and then you give me Excel and I cannot work it. And you're right. Like, well, well, I mean, you told me you could. This is probably more like high level type stuff. Well, let's just say, for example, what's in the news right now, and I'm not trying to get like political or anything, but there was a congressman who just got uh, elected in New York who fabricated his education, his work experience, his financial, like all of it, in order to get elected. And now he's facing multiple investigations for not only a state but federal level as well because he fabricated all of this stuff so that's essentially you know what happens kind of in the corporate world as well so if we tie that back to the relationship world the relational world Mm -hmm. it mirrors that as well so you get into a conversation with someone let's say you facetime them Mm -hmm. let's say these things you know go forward but then you get pulled in so and then you're deceived, you know, mm, yeah. you've, you've gotten deceived by whatever's going on. So when you ask what's the biggest threat or thing to look out for, I think it's maybe more of a societal issue mm-hmm. of who are we authentically? Mm-hmm. Are we honest about who we are? Are we willing to be real with other people? Mm-hmm. And that's a whole different conversation because vulnerability is difficult. Mm-hmm. You, everybody has a filter you know, when they literally, we have a filter, mm-hmm. except maybe Chels. You know, <laughs> but think of the filters we put, you know, on our pictures when we post. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you go and you meet someone and you're like, wow, this is not anywhere this is not close. It. No, yeah, not this anywhere is, close. This is not it. <laughs> I thought you've had some catfishing experiences, experiences oh, before. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't even remember them. It's... You know, Tony's wowed me so much, I just forgot about them. <laughs> but still didn't get proposed to on Christmas, not to really be the bearer of bad news. It didn't happen. Um, yeah, I did. I have gotten catfished uh, before. Because I remember... I just, like, don't remember the details. Well, I don't remember the details, but I thought that, like, there was one guy before, you know, Tony, that you were... That you, like, met somewhere, like, at a restaurant or something, and you're like, this is not the dude's picture that was on, mm-hmm. like, whatever yeah. app it was. Mm-hmm. And so... Oh, I'm sure it probably happened, for yeah. sure. I know one time on the FaceTime <clears throat> situation, like, I would, I FaceTime somebody, and, um, like, he, when he FaceTimed me, it was, like, dark. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro, this isn't, like... I can't even see it. And he was like a work for American. And so he's like outside and like his, like he was at work when he FaceTimed me. And you know, the people that are like mechanics at American have like their face covered and stuff. And then I'm like, what's the point of FaceTiming if you're going to be a ninja right now? Like pull all of your stuff down so I can see you basically. Anyways, um, so I would say that to go along with that mm-hmm. and really in all the levels, it's, you know, how much are we willing to accept the truth of what we see? And then I think that goes back mm-hmm. to, so if you're looking at the free therapy thing here, it's how much of our own stuff is driving the need that we ha- need, want to have met. Yeah. And because the signs are there, will we see them or not? Can we see them? At what level can we see them? And then that negates how we move forward. 
Yeah. So it's kind of serious, but yeah, yeah. no, I, I love have, that though. Yeah. No, I, I definitely think like, um, it would be more fun if Tony was here too, because in the first like conversation we had, like I just cut to the chase, like, you know, <laughs> it's hard for me to believe Chelsea. I know. I'm sure it is. <laughs> but like, I just don't, I never, um, like the, I just asked the tough questions and try to like really just figure it out early. Like why waste all this time mm-hmm. trying to figure out like, cause then they're kind of caught off guard for the most part. Like, oh, my gosh. And mm-hmm. then if they don't want to answer them, well, there's a red flag. Okay, they don't want to talk about that stuff. Well, mm-hmm. I do, so that's not going to work. And um, so, yeah, I remember him saying, like, man, our first conversation, like, for real, for real, we talked to, like, two in the morning, and he was like, I hadn't done that since high school. And it was, like, legit tough conversations. Like, yeah, you not, and Tony? Yeah. So, anyways, but he's funny, too, so it <clears throat> But Which is good, though, I think, to kind of, like... I mean, the older we get, I think the more we know what we're really looking for, like in relationships. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think obviously we're still, yeah, you know, evolving and figuring that out too. But I think it's like good to kind of get to those like big things yeah. to say, like, is this actually going to work? Because, you know, you don't want to waste your time. You don't want to waste that other person's time either. Right. So, yeah, for sure. And, um, my my biggest advice always and as a business owner was always like um before I do something or before I say something I have to be sure I can uh like I can accept the worst result. Mm. Oh wow. So yeah. if I can't accept the worst result, I probably don't address it. Mm-hmm. Um so that's like probably good and bad as a therapist. Well, I know it depends on, you know, worse that has a pretty heavy connotation. I think when you're looking at online dating, which is kind of what we started out here, putting yourself out there in that, I think we have to remove the seriousness. Oh, if they don't text me back or contact me or whatever. It's a numbers game, Mm -hmm. really. So you've got to go fishing a lot. No pun intended with the catfish thing. But you just got to put yourself out there and know that everybody's doing the best they can. So if you lighten up a little bit... And it's like, this is great. We meet for coffee. Will it work? Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Um, there was one that you'll probably uh, appreciate. Um, so it was like the Friday over the Thanksgiving break. I'm like, well, I can, I can meet this person for coffee or whatever. And so then he started telling me about his first marriage and then his second marriage. And then the third marriage he was okay. still in. Okay. And I said, you know... Um, none of this is what I'm looking for. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and if you need a good therapist, you can give me a call, <laughs> but otherwise I'm done. And I don't mean to be harsh and that may sound mean, but I, I thought, you know, a $7 drink is not going to get you an hour, an hour's worth of therapy here. Yeah. And that may sound arrogant, but what I really think it is, is me saying, this is my time Yeah. and it's valuable. Yeah. And, um, I hope that you get the help that you need, but this isn't the time or place to yeah. do that. And so, you you know, and there are people, you know, that may say the same about me. Uh. You, you need to go somewhere else to find this, and that's okay. Yeah. You just um, have to be hopeful and move on. Yeah. So I have, okay, so I have a question. Okay. Um. So if you had former students or people, you know, anyone that you worked with in the past mm-hmm. that would, like, how do you feel about, being a therapist to those people like is there 
You know, like, if I came to you and said, hey. Oh, yeah, no, I've already actually talked to Tony about it. <laughs> so <laughs> there's, some ethic, there's some ethics that surround this. I mean, there are rules that we follow as, as licensed therapists. So I think it's five years that we haven't had any contact with mm-hmm. each other. I haven't been your teacher for five years. Oh. I, you haven't been a dance instructor for my son for mm-hmm. that long. And so um, so it is it's appropriate within what the ethics are. Huh. And then it comes down to... Um, what you feel is comfortable. That's a, yeah, the comfortable mm-hmm. part of it. I was thinking mm-hmm. more so than like the ethical <laughs> part of it. Yeah. But, you know, and everything. And more so, like, how would you would you feel comfortable with that? Just kind of knowing someone's like, I mean, for us, like you haven't really, other than what's on Facebook, you know, sure. talked with us um, intimately. But you know, maybe for other people that you have worked with, let's mm-hmm. just say it's been five years. Sure. What's that comfort level, I guess, for you as a therapist? Um, I am comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I put it out there that the clients that are supposed to come see me will come see me. Yeah. So so that's my prayer is what whoever I get to work with is I'm supposed to that that they show up. Okay. And so. And that's really worked out really well, quite honestly. Okay. And anytime people graduate, that's what I call it, <laughs> you know, we take a break or they've moved through some stuff, somebody else shows up. And then sometimes clients circle back through because life doesn't just stop yeah. um, when we finish working through certain things. And I, I value that my clients will come back, obviously, mm-hmm. and I value that they will refer me to people that they know. And if I found that it was too close of a relationship or I hadn't felt um, congruent in, in the relationship, I can always refer some refer someone mm. to someone else. Mm. But, um, yeah, I'm open to seeing those that choose to show up. Okay. Love yeah. that. That's so what's question. the... Thanks. What's the one, like, what do you remember about Chelsea and I? I think you were going to ask that earlier, yeah, no. so I was just kind of curious. Yeah, the, yeah, we need to lighten this up a little bit. I got super serious. <laughs> well, I will talk. say, uh, yeah, no, I'm going to say this really fast because, you know, when Tony and I first started dating, like, he's, like, all jokes most of the time. Yeah. But for me, it's like he, okay, he wouldn't talk anything, like, things that wouldn't get too deep. If they were, he mm-hmm. would literally you know, change the subject or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I remember Shay, my assistant at the studio, also best friend, mm-hmm. would say, um, like, no, I think he's good for you. I mean, clearly Beth hooked us up, so she ain't it. But um, <laughs> she would be like, he just, he's just not so serious all the time. Like, yeah. you need to lighten up. Mm-hmm. So I think it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I would be like, I don't have time to lighten up. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely need someone to help you do that. Yeah. It's about the finding that balance mm-hmm. always. So what I remember about you all is, um, so Chelsea is Chelsea then and now, um, from what I've seen. Chelsea's Chelsea. A little chubbier, but fine. Um, Chelsea is funny then and now. I mean, she would tell you how it is. She would roll in when she thought it was appropriate. Uh, she would tell you what she thought. And, um, she may have been too smart for her own good in high school because she could always find the work around and she could always figure it out and get it done. And, and it would be amazing. Yeah. And, uh, she would tease me. Um, she would call my class. What, what was it? It's not, it's not happy lands, positive something. And I, we can't remember the terminology, but, um, I mean, happy land works, happy land works. And so positive, 
precious palace. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what it was either. But remember. it's enough that I remembered <clears throat> that you associated my classroom with that kind of environment. And that's cool, yeah. you know, because, you know, I'd go work out before I'd come to work. So how could you not be happy? Yeah. Right? <laughs> and I didn't get to have Beth. I, you call her Elizabeth, but I'm like, Have Steph. I called you Elizabeth while it, I've been sitting here? It probably. Yeah. She yeah. just, because you know, does when that. she grew up, she changed her name to Elizabeth. Well, listen, my name is Elizabeth, so I didn't change my name, <laughs> first of all. So... We did not <laughs> legally change my name. I was like, wow. Everyone called me Beth. Okay. Everyone still calls me Beth. And so, but. Well, she changed it on Facebook. So on, it's all my, on all of my legal documents, Facebook it's official. Beth or Elizabeth. So, anyway. Yeah, so I just wanted to feel official. <laughs> well, officially, you're Beth to me. And yes. so, um, so I didn't have Beth in class, but you were always in my classroom. Like I said, class sponsor, yearbook advisor. It was a place kids knew that they could be safe and, yeah. and just come hang out. And I remember Beth being quiet, respectful, just always kind of checking in Mm -hmm. and checking in with friends. And you guys always had a connection of planning the next event that wasn't a school-sponsored event. And so... And so, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. what I remember. They're they're happy memories. Mm-hmm. Good, that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. That's not what all my teachers would say. So that's good. I know. <laughs> I know. I remember my senior year. I was really, really sick. Um, I don't know if you remember this or even know this, but um, it was right before um, Christmas break. I was really sick. Like had sinus infection, like respiratory. I mean, I had all of it. And it stemmed from us having a real cedar tree. So I found that's when I found out I was allergic to cedar. Um, So anyway, so I was really sick and I had a book report due from not Mrs. Calloway, um, (laughs) the the English teacher that I had. And she was very, very strict. And I went in. I went in at like, it was like right before lunchtime and she had said like, if you don't turn it in, you know, at this time, I think I was maybe like a minute or two late and she, I literally got up. I had my PJs on still. I was so, I felt like death. I went in, Mm. she was so mad, would not accept my book report. I think I remember that. I threw a a massive fit, like more than... I should at 18 years old, but I think because I was just so like drugged up and like just tired. Um, so I got walked down to, I think it was, was Buckley our assistant at that? I wish. Or discipline? I wish. I think I saw, I, <laughs> no. I didn't see, listen, I saw Buckley. No, and no I saw Trillian. he was like, Buckley no, I saw tired. Buckley and he was like, Buckley okay, was you know, you're going to be, he like wanted to suspend me and everything. Cause I, I really? literally was like yelling at Mrs. Height. So, I mean, I, at, <laughs> at that point get, I totally Elizabeth. got it. But then she actually softened. She was like, okay, come back to my class. Like I was like bawling. Yeah. She's like, come back to my class. So I did the book report. I got an A on it. Cause I like read the book and everything. And she gave me a hug afterwards She's you broke like, her. She's like, I know you just don't feel well. And so, I mean, I, I I went from, like, here to, like, I mean, I was, I just remember that from high school of, like, it's memorable. I thought I was going to get suspended for, like, a week. And 
luckily Mrs. Hyde came through and Mr. Buckley did too. So anyway. I love Mr. Buckley. <clears throat> he was good. So he actually was the, he went junior on to be high. the junior high principal. No, he started as junior high, went to high school, and then either went back to junior high or retired. I or think started. he went back to junior high, but you know, I think he died. Oh. Right? Um, was it him? I don't know. I think it was him. I don't know. Yeah. I don't okay. like to talk about that stuff. Yeah, don't. Um, What's the next question? Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> Fact check me on that one. Yeah, no, of course. Uh, oh, do you have any questions for us? Like anything, yeah, that you want to shoot our way? Um, or I can, yeah, go ahead. Um, talk about, you know, on the spur of the moment here. Um, so what do you remember from high school? So we've talked about, you know, why did you do these things for me? Why did I make the change um, mm-hmm. on, in my profession? So what do, what do you remember about high school as being important, necessary, mm. not important, or all the time that we spent together? Tag, you're it. <laughs> Just, I mean, I can get a few things Um I think for me, and I mentioned this before we started recording, that I think for a lot of our friends, and we had a pretty large friend group, um, the Butterflies, shout out. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I have a quilt made from all the t-shirts of my my Sepulpa experience with you, yes, and that's like maybe in the center. In the middle, yeah. How could it not be? Yeah, (laughs) it should be in the middle. Um, I would say, I don't know, gosh, I have so many, I mean, I, I feel like I have a really good memory. I feel like I do have a good memory of some things from high school. I remember we got kicked out our junior year of, um, and I don't know if you were a part of this either, but, um, we got kicked out of a basketball game because the ladybugs were upset that we, Oh, I 100% remember And my dad tried to fight. I was trying to be a cheerleader. Yeah. And Chelsea's like, I just, you know, I'm just over here trying to cheer. And we were all like, then I had to go defend all of my friends. It was like the outsiders, you know, kind of thing where it's like, you know, the greasers and whatever the other group is. And, you know, we were... Yeah. Anyway, we just wanted to go to, to the basketball game. But I would say for you specifically, um, <laughs> I think, as I was saying, our large friend group, everyone had just so much love and just, I don't know, what's the word? We all just had, like, really, we knew, like you said earlier, that your your class was a safe space because you had a different way of teaching than other teachers had at that time. Mm-hmm. And I think that anyone that came with you or came to you with questions or, you know, I mean, you were just always there to listen and you were very caring and warm. And I mean, I do think that if we ask our friends, like who was, you know, name like your top three teachers, you're like right there, the one or the Mm. two. And um, because you were just always so positive and caring and fun. I didn't get to go on like some of the trips that, you know, Chelsea's probably going to talk about, but, um, like young life and things like that. But I just think that I have, I have positive memories of high school. I was one of those high school students that wanted to get out of high school. Mm -hmm. And like, once I left, I never, I didn't really want to go back. Like I felt like that was a chapter in my life that was closed. Mm -hmm. And I think I went back to one high school football game. My fresh, we went together together our freshman year of college. And I have literally not gone back since then. 
And I just, I don't know, like, again, I just looked at that as like, okay, this chapter is closed and now we're going on to the next book in my life. And that was college. And then, mm-hmm. you know, so that's kind of how I, but as I've gotten older, I appreciate kind of all those memories and the things that I mm-hmm. learned and, you know, and, um, can look, you know, back on with fond memories. <laughs> and, uh, you asked me earlier something <clears throat> I remembered about the two of you. And I forgot to say, Chelsea, that when you would cheer or dance, that the expression on your face <laughs> was just like brilliant. You know, yes. you always knew how happy you were or not or enjoying it. I mean, you really allowed the feeling that you, you felt about what you were doing come through in there, which is motivating. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it was always fun. So this guy's probably why I opened a studio. Yeah. 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 And Beth, thank you. It was really kind. Um, Again, not perfect. Not everybody would say that, but it, it was my life. Yeah. You know, I really just poured in. I wanted to be there. And we also did Young Life. So yeah. we kind of started Young Life there. That's what you're talking about with those trips. We did a ski trip. And, um, you know, we would do this. Like, was it on like Wednesdays? We had like a Young Life night. Wednesday, it was like maybe. One night a week, and we would go to somebody's house, and, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, we would have food and games mm-hmm. and like, and, um, I mean, we did, like, scripture and prayer, mm-hmm. and yeah. it was really cool. So, is Young Life still a thing? It is still it a is thing. It is still a thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll have to check into that. My mm-hmm. neighbor actually is really involved in it, and he, oh, really? like, cycles for, like, oh, the Young I Life. Him. Yeah. Jay List. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know Jay. So, <laughs> I feel like everyone oh, knows wait. Jay. I know. It's that guy, like, mixed guy. I can't see him. No, that's not him. Just kidding. No. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. No, I don't even know you lost now. me. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, you do. I will, but anyway. Okay, so what are the Sidebar. like yeah. memories that you have? Um, well, I wanted to ask you. Do you know about K Life? Is that the same thing as Young Life? Those are two different things. Oh, Probably okay. similar, uh, parallel in like they're both um, uh, like spiritually based. Oh, okay. um, but I think different organizations, oh, okay. same mission. Okay. But that that's all I can really say. Oh, it's okay. just like Bartlesville has this like beautiful house scene that just has like K-Life on it. And I'm just always like, huh, I wonder what huh. that is. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. But, um, high school memories. <laughs> well, let's start with saying this is probably the only teacher we'll have on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea. So, I mean... Just state the obvious, right? Yeah. Here. So, obviously, um, we loved Miss Calloway's class. We, we're trying to call her Jennifer, so I'll try. Um, we loved, like, just being able to, like, connect with you and, like, mm-hmm. go in and um, good day, bad day, any day, we just mm-hmm. would, like, go in and eat lunch in there, whatever sure. we would do. Yeah. So that memory is vague. I really have a terrible memory. Unfortunately, whatever, um, you know, you study when you're being a psychologist, those memories, bad memories trump all those good Mm. memories. You know, yeah. Like, I don't know what serotonin is not being released, but (laughs) that (laughs) the memories of, um, I think I was definitely perceived as somebody I wasn't a lot of the time. Mm. And I think 
it's funny to like look back on it and even people from high school that like interact with me now Mm -hmm. still have kind of like those things that they think of me but isn't really Mm -hmm. real like you've never like you haven't in their mind you haven't grown out of the high school Chelsea I guess but that's not like who you were any anyway yeah so I think that that's really yeah yeah it's it's really interesting that people you know and I know that like I probably portrayed some of those things like as of protector of myself you know but like I've never really been tough like I would say you definitely come across as tough I and, do. and confident for sure. Yeah. You know, we all have the two basic needs that, I mean, different from Maslow and all this stuff. Oh, you remember? Yes, we need to feel safe and secure. Yes. And in control of our environment. Perceived control of whatever that is. And yes, to both of those. I do yeah. need both of those. Mm-hmm. And I make sure those happen. That's the thing. Mm. So, um, yeah, that's yeah. probably, but at a young age, I was very aware of that mm-hmm. at a young age. Um, but I think I had to be when I, when I felt so deceited, whatever the word is, (laughs) by, um, the whole sidewalk chalk debacle when I was accused of sidewalk chalking and they tried to press charges on me. I don't know about this. Okay. (laughs) And well, it happened, but you survived. I survived And and not in jail. I did not go to jail for sidewalk talking. <laughs> because if you had, I might have been, you know, the person who got you out of jail, you. right? Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. So, I think um, at that, that was, like, such a defining moment that I, like, had to stand up for myself. Because mm-hmm. adults are not always right type thing. Yeah. And so, like, um, from that moment forward. So, was that in... We were what sophomores, juniors? Maybe it was a butterfly. Whenever that, I think it was like juniors. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but other than that, I mean, I just remember. um, I mean, high school. It was just like sometimes I feel like Beth and I were the only ones in high school, (laughs) and like (laughs) we just did whatever we wanted to do. I can see why you would say that. (laughs) um, But then, of course, I also remember like I always had a serious boyfriend. I know. Yeah, yeah, same here. Yeah. yeah, and I, I did love cheering. Um, You're very good. Uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, but I just liked, um, I liked making people laugh. Obviously, yes. so I feel like I did get class count clown for a reason. <laughs> but I do remember, like, like there's some people I really wish, like Ryan Morris. Like I wish we like could talk to him every day. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. we, you know, we still all kind of. Like, I mean, keep in touch. Yeah, like social media, mm-hmm. like Facebook. It, I mean, that's the beauty about it all yeah. is that you know, <gasps> oh it's my gosh, good and guys. bad. I so. totally forgot. <laughs> this is what else I remember from high school. My clips. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> These are our team shirts this year with my eclipse on it. What's this on where you want to go less than what you fear? Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's about getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah. And driving the eclipse. And driving the eclipse I was like out of it. her comfort zone. Anyways. <laughs> that's hilarious. I actually forgot and I needed to share. Um, and I have probably should have been diagnosed with ADD. And I was <laughs> that's all right. But, um, 
Yeah, so high school was fine. Yeah, I was probably with Beth. Like, I was ready to go. You know, they accused me of being drunk at graduation. I wasn't. You know, it was just like a whole slew of things. And I was like, get me out of here. These people are crazy. But um, I think more than anything, it just, like, uh, motivated me to always be, like, the best or, like, the most successful Mm -hmm. or feel like I can never be told no and not get, Mm. like, not overcome. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that was high school or just a personality trait, but I think I always, um, I've always been authentic from, like, day one. Mm -hmm. And if I wanted to lie about something, I really didn't know how. So when people accuse me of lying, I usually, like, got so mad, so defensive um so um I feel like you know like this is what, my therapy session right <laughs> I feel like with Chelsea like what you see is what you get you yeah. know there's like no but why wouldn't people want that from everybody well I mean I, I don't know like like well that level of authenticity is scary yeah because it's like so real all the time we can't operate at that level. It's like when we, quote, fall in love and we're just like in that infatuation stage and your brain just kind of goes crazy. Mm-hmm. You can only maintain that for six months to two years. The chemicals in the brain just can't hold on. You got to have this back to the homeostasis of I got to regulate back down into into this space of normalcy. And so that kind of connects with your, your uh, authenticity piece of I'm this real all the time. Mm-hmm. Maybe a desire for people just to be honest and know that you can trust them. Mm-hmm. And so we may push for that more because we want it so much for our own selves. Because mm-hmm. that may make us feel safe and secure and comfortable. Mm-hmm. But I think we learn to temper it um, as we grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. As a business owner, I cannot be authentic all the time. <laughs> Well, I might challenge you on that, Chelsea, because okay. you are authentic and you are trustworthy. Maybe not as intense in the authenticity. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's probably more yeah. reason. But not really, because sometimes... Um, <laughs> not really. Only because sometimes <laughs> my, my choices like in my brain feel authentic or mm. silence. Oh, so uh, hot or cold. Sometimes. Mm. But yeah. it's not like hot or cold. I just feel like I would want somebody... Like, being real with somebody doesn't necessarily, like, I feel like that's, even if it's not good news, it's more valuable news. Oh, yeah. You know? And so, I just, I've always been very, like, but like I said, if I, that's why it's like, if, if I can't handle the bad news, <clears throat> then I don't say anything. Hmm. You know? So, it's just like, I have to be able to handle what, what could possibly be the worst to say something. But, like, being a business owner, people push mm-hmm. until they get something, mm-hmm. you know? And so then you have to give something. Mm-hmm. And then at that point is when I have to challenge myself to be, like, this is what I really want. But if I say mm-hmm. what I really want, then, like, I have to accept the bad. But I don't want the bad. So then I have to decide how authentic I want to be, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. I think that's a pretty big tell on yourself, too, that you know that. And a tell in a positive way. Mm-hmm. I think that's insightful that you're, like... 
I got to know this piece so that I can move forward. Mm -hmm. That's like, you know, when we kind of step out in faith to do different things, you're not just catapulting yourself across a river. Mm -hmm. You're looking for these uh, stepping stones. So you go from the bank and you can see the next stone and then you get there. And Mm -hmm. then life circumstances, oh, and here's the next stone. Mm -hmm. That's what I hear you saying is I need to know that if I get out there and I can't see that next stone, Mm -hmm. how am I going to function? Because that might be the worst, that I don't know my next step. And you're saying, I'm really thinking, maybe you're not, but I hear you saying, I'm really thinking this many steps ahead, because if I have to save myself, I need to know I have the tools to do it. Mm -hmm. Fair, yeah. And that probably goes back to why I don't like to plan, Mm. you know? At a conscious level? Um, Maybe. I don't know, I'm just asking. Okay, yeah, I consciously don't like to plan. Mm Mm-hmm. I love to plan parties if I'm planning them, <laughs> but like, I don't like to like, like she's like, okay, your birthday plans and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, for me, it feels like it won't go as planned. Mm. So instead of like, um, planning, I'm like, oh, everyone's free tonight. Let's go. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of like, oh, well, we can't control the Probably is control issue. Yes. Maybe. I just said it out loud. <laughs> just said yeah, it out loud. Sure. Okay, well, my counseling's over. Um, I brought my calendar. We can book some. Fair enough. Tony was just curious how much it cost. <laughs> That's what he said. Okay. What's her fees? I need to know. Okay. Is she gifting her students? <laughs> She's like a former student discount. Yeah. Um, anyway, so... Any big plans for 2023 for you? Um, so I think I'm going to set like goals instead of like resolutions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So instead of, hey, I want to get fit, my goals are I want to work out this many times. And yeah. So in the general sphere of things, the big goals are to, um, you know, you go back personally is to really, you know, make sure I'm raising a healthy, a healthy young man. Mm. And that's really my focus. Right. Yeah, the work stuff is great. Um, it helps us live life, right? Mm-hmm. But really at the heart is making sure that those that I love have what they need. And that goes from my family to my friends to my students. Mm-hmm. Those are the big pieces for me. And then to make sure I'm taking care of myself. Yeah. Because you can't take care of these other people if we don't. And it's not like this kumbaya moment. It's just a realization. If I don't physically take care of myself, true. then so my true. mental health suffers. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we're living in a time to where mental health is really challenging for lots of people. Yeah. So I, I would encourage everyone, make sure that you're exercising. Make sure you're eating the real food. You know, um, make sure you're taking care of yourselves. Yeah, yeah I definitely. I think. Well, what about you? What about goals or resolutions, plans for 2023? Well, I don't know the next stepping stone, so I'm not going to say. <laughs> oh, wait, I forgot. She's not a planner. <laughs> uh, Is there a big party? Like, yes. Maybe on Saturday? Yeah. How about that? No. I need to know at least five days in advance. So. Yeah, for sure. I need reservations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I could say I'm going to go over to Best House more. Because if you go over to Best House, you have to work out. It's like an <laughs> entrance fee. An entrance fee? Do you own the fitness center? I do, yes. Yeah, it's upstairs. In, my in your game room. 
Because the last time I went over there, this I is was why we're going. not over there too. Yeah, because you would have had to do, you know, this is my day off. What is? What do we do? Body beach fitness. Beach body. Beach body fitness. So uh, I was like, let's do it at my house. It's fine. It's totally fine. Um, so no, for sure, I've got to get my fitness, health, life on a consistent track, and. If I verbalize it, then obviously it's going to happen. So podcast people feel free. So I want to ask you a question, Chels. Before we started recording today, you told me about something you had written down when you were 18 Uh um, in a project. Oh, yeah. And how those things have come to fruition to support what you're saying here. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're comfortable sharing that or not. But it's an anecdotal evidence of we write it down. It it comes to to life. Yeah. we had this intense project, and I'm sure it was called something because it was our senior project. It was probably stolen from my grad school assignment. Okay. Well, we did her, uh, <laughs> you know, dissertation for her, basically. Okay, I didn't, not really true. <laughs> we did her homework again. <laughs> I was teaching somewhere else when I wrote the dissertation. <laughs> okay, so, but we, you know kind of predicted like best case scenario what we wanted to do when we got older things that we were interested in um what it looked like things like that so um being a attorney was a goal and owning a dance studio would be a dream i think it was like our dream job Mm -hmm. and um well i i almost did number one i took the lsat did you know as a political science pre-law major sociology minor for those of you who are wondering and now I own a dance studio so Mm -hmm. yeah I mean I guess it shocked me when I found it I was like holy that's weird I think I took it I know I have it somewhere it's either my mom has it or I have it I think I have it so um yeah it's It's a great story it's wild yeah I know. It's so weird. I wanted it today so bad. <laughs> but well, it's here. You remember it, and that's, yeah. Yeah, you remember that's what the you most important to. thing. Yeah. 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 So, um, I love that. Other than like health and fitness type goals, I think, um, I don't know. I mean, just managing my kids' goals, and I really, I do believe in goals, um, objectives, whatever it is, like making sure it's like Paisley being 13. I said to her yesterday, like, you know, you don't have to know your path, but like you have to kind of like, if it's, I don't, I don't mind what you want, but if it's what you want, then we have to make sure we have a plan to get there. Mm -hmm. So, um, she was like, well, what do you mean? And I was like, well, I'm just saying like, if dance is what you truly want, then like we, we go hard, but we don't like go hard. If Mm -hmm. you, if you want that, then we need to figure that out. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, just kind of managing that, I mean, I guess I'll I'll shoot my shot and say maybe in 2023 I'll get engaged. <laughs> you know, 2022 wasn't the year. So 23, it could come to fruition. But I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit more patient with it than I have been today. Because for the first time, I think I finally felt him feel it. Mm. His best friend proposed to mm-hmm. his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And he had always said, like... It, 
I'll be so embarrassed if he proposes before me. <laughs> you know, Chelsea, you might ask yourself, what is it that provides for you? Yeah. Proposing. Mm-hmm. And you, I'm not asking you to tell me right now. I will. Okay. I will. What is it? <laughs> it's a really, I mean, that's a good question. Yeah. No, it is, um, I think we kind of maybe talked about it briefly, but it was just like, um, it's just that commitment thing that matters to him so much. So, and, um, so I think it's so big to him, which made it bigger to me. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's never been married and, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's like, just, just that's it. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. So the, uh, the, the question, the follow-up question, I guess, then, is in what ways do you already have that? And the you, commitment? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what he would argue, too. Mm-hmm. And I think <laughs> you asked me what I would look for in 2023. My wrap-up phrase to that would be encouraging all of us to be um, to practice gratitude. This is not a judgment, Chelsea, any it's of fine. that. It's um, the more we focus on the, for what we have, and then we begin to manifest those things of, yeah. I'm thankful for this, and then we become more grateful for that, and then we begin to pour into it, and it begins to grow. Um, it might be something that okay. you... Um, you know, what I like about that is it wasn't just be grateful. I hate, I don't hate that. That's such a terrible thing to say. Being grateful is very important for th- things that you have. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't, it's like, that's such a... Um, it was just a follow-up. Be mm-hmm. grateful and then pour in. And mm-hmm. then, like, it's that follow-up that yeah. my brain has to, like, resonate with. Mm-hmm. Because, um, you know, people are, like, just practice gratitude. And mm. just, like, you know. It's just, you know, listing what you're thankful for or making an awareness of I'm thankful. I, I get to be here today. This is so fun. Um, those things feed a place in our brain that is created for prayer and gratitude. It's mm-hmm. there. And we then begin to have a more just um, fulfilling life mm-hmm. uh, because we're meeting more of those needs in our own lives. Yeah. And um, so I hope that happens for you. Thanks. You're welcome. Yeah. I think that it will. Yeah. For I think sure. so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you least expect it would be well, my guess. Well, that's what he thinks, but <laughs> considering... Well, that's what you want. It is what I want. Yeah. Yeah, I hate my brain for knowing everything. I know. Now. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's hard. No, that is hard. Uh, yeah, I'm like that too. Yeah, it's tough. How about you, Beth? So we have just a few more minutes, so I'll just I'll be quick. Um, I think for me, I just want to be more purposeful um, in 2023. I think purposeful in you know doing this podcast. Yeah. You know, not taking like a five week hiatus yeah. and things of that nature. Yeah. Um, to be fair, being, our kids were sick. Yeah, our kids were sick, but you know, yes, and I was sick. So, um, but also just, I think like in my marriage, um, in my friendships, and then, you know, with my kids too, I think we all have so much going on. And I'm definitely one of those people that I can't sit idle. Like my husband even yes. said last week, he's like, I can't you have too idle much either. idle time on your hands. Cause I was like, well, we need to do this to the house and this and this and this, but and I'm like, go, Beth, go, I know. go. <laughs> but that is like how my brain works. And I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, there is like, there is an old saying, I can't remember what it is, but something about like idle hands. Um, At the devil's workshop. Yes, exactly. And so. Oh, really? Yes. And so I would say that's very much for me. Interesting. Like, I I've just, never heard that actually. So just being more purposeful 
and I, I would say all aspects of my life and mm-hmm. really encouraging excited. her friend she encouraged me a lot to work out she's really yes persistent. yeah yeah encouraging of course I I don't have any health journeys but I because I'm just going to continue to like work out and be running and I am going to run a half marathon in April that I'm going to sign up for soon small little day. and possibly another marathon so um so i hear our children so i'm motivated for all of those things so yeah. well we gotta wrap up um definitely appreciate uh jennifer being here um and just have so enjoyed you know just hearing about what you've been doing and of course your nuggets of wisdom um for sure and yeah. maybe maybe we'll have her back again yeah yeah we'll do a follow-up yeah our, our first our repeat yeah maybe she'll have some some breaking news to share or something <laughs> i don't know or we'll just do some more free counseling for It'll sure be all uh, yeah there you well go. actually yes do you what's the name of your practice or is it um well the website's jennifercalloway.com jennifer with an unusual spelling of two n's and two f's and it's calloway <laughs> all a's um you can reach out to me on there um it's called insightful living okay and um but it's just the website's under my name you just feel free to send me a text and if you're interested in working through some stuff setting some intentions and goals for the new year uh, i'm happy to help you it'd be fun to connect get in line behind me yes (laughs) (laughs) it's been so fun today so fun fun. all right well we'll catch you on the next time all right see you later